what's up can i get a redo podcast fam this is your host jamie nicole thank you so much for tuning in i hope you've had a great week if not i hope your week ahead is going to be better than last week today marks episode 10 of season one i haven't fully decided if for season two we're going to switch gears and stop talking about the morality of different topics or if we're just going to continue on because there are so many more topics that I have yet to discuss with you. So keep listening, stay tuned. If you're new to this podcast and you're giving a sample listen today, I appreciate you for giving this podcast a try. I hope you stick around and become a part of this podcast fam. For our final episode for season one, we're going to talk about the moral of football season. There's different degrees of investment um, for people with football season, beginning with people that just totally don't give a crap about football season to like ultra super fans who are diehard dedicated football watchers or if you spectate in person, you, you are excited when the season starts, you are sad when it ends, you are waiting for the next season and maybe you have a year-round investment whether it's football season or not we're a couple weeks into football season and i i know that um we're all going to vary in how much we do or don't care about football season and and that's okay because i already revealed that i really don't invest in football season When I was growing up, I was influenced to care about football. Uh, It was put before me to watch, but as an adult, I just, I'm not invested and that can always change, but I still have learned what I'm going to share with you is the moral of football. And I think it's something special to glean because football season offers us a moral of learning that People invest themselves in football season in one one degree or another because they crave a distraction from reality and or to establish their identity. I want to say that again because it's a two-part moral. So the moral of football season is that people invest in football season to whatever degree that they invest in it because they crave a distraction from reality and or to establish their identity. Since the moral of football season is two-part, we're going to break it down first by discussing how people use football season as a distraction from reality. Individuals use football season as a distraction from their reality because football season provides an opportunity to find, build, and grow in community with others. Whether that be small scale within your house, within your family, within your marriage or your relationship, um, whether it's marriage or not, um, or on a larger scale of you know, groups, groups gathering to watch or, you know, the football players building and growing in community. One of the major 
highlights of football season being an opportunity to find, build, and grow in community is that um, you can join and fellowship by way of food and drink. There are so many foods and drinks labeled football season. I, as a woman, think it's safe to make the claim that there are women in this world that do not truly in their heart of hearts care about football apart from the fact that they get to prepare, make, purchase, provide football season food, snacks, meals, whatever it is, special desserts, and and that's it for them. They get to host, they get to make food for the people that they care about, that they love in their household, and and that's that's all the the fun and thrill for them. Um it could be different. It could be maybe you're someone who likes to go to sports in person um, and it's an opportunity if your child plays football to go and meet other families and to make um, connections with um, your child's teammates' families. So that is an, another way to to build and grow in community. And then there's just always football parties whether it's you know a smaller party or a big super bowl party people get down friday saturday sunday if you like college saturday nfl sunday i i really think that football season is vastly responsible for the phrase sunday fun day i think that people have a lot of fun on Sunday, watching football, um, discussing football, getting together because of football. So these parties, these gatherings provide opportunity to find, build, and grow in community. And I support that. I am glad for that. And I find no fault in using football season as a healthy distraction from reality. We all need a break from our adult responsibilities and if football season is it for you live it up do it up let that be a source of stress relief peace um happiness eat good foods have good drinks just don't get carried away don't let football season whatever the schedules are for shows Um, the games playing don't let that dictate and control your life decisions but seize the opportunity if that if that interests you so I think that's a huge benefit for people is to have something to look forward to once a week at least during football season A, a, a connection Um, or an extension to how football season provides us this distraction to from our real life to find build and grow in community um, is the rivalry competitive aspect so there's a such thing as healthy competition and I know that many 
conflicting football fans enjoy watching their team in the midst of rival fans. I I know that it can get out of hand. I know people can get crazy, maybe fight over these kinds of things. I don't promote that. I don't think that's a good thing. I think that's overboard. That's ridiculous. But when it provides a fun type of discourse between people, when they're able to have playful competition and rivalry, um, I think those are just mood boosters and they give people joy and something to to talk about to find common ground even though you may have opposing teams that you enjoy you're still connecting based on on football based on something that you're finding to be a positive distraction for you and we can all agree to disagree. We don't have to like the same team, the same players. We don't have to have the same reasoning. But competition can make everything just a little bit more fun. Um, it can be fun to play jokes, to, you know, kind of tease and give people a hard time. And that's another part of football season that I can't find fault in. I think that that is great it is amazing to me the community building that can happen when people gather together for something that you know we all have different levels of interest in yet coming together and making friends um growing stronger with people we love all a happy recipe in life we need more of that so if football season to you is a mere distraction make sure that it's so you can find build and grow in community because it can't just be about the food and the drink right just kidding for some people it is but at least surround yourself with good people and enjoy the time Make it a good fellowship time. Make the most of it. The second part of the moral of football season can apply to people that also use football season as a distraction from their reality. So you don't have to just relate or connect to or feel that one aspect of the moral is true for you. There are some people that use it as a healthy distraction and then also... Um, to establish their identity or find validation as individuals through football. So how do people use football to establish their identity? Well, they do so by latching on to favorite teams um, and sometimes going even more in-depth Um, into attaching themselves to favorite players. And these favorite players can be someone that they wish that they were like. Maybe there's traits about this football player or coach that, um, that they admire, that they look up to, that, you know, they strive for in themselves. And 
that can be very validating to someone's identity to to see that through a football player or a coach or I mean I guess you could say fellow fan but I really want to focus on how people find their identity in in the football players or the coaches so I said that people attach themselves in some way to these favorite teams and players or coaches because of their admiration for them or feeling that they are very similar. They see themselves in this particular player, coach, um, but then also there's being able to just say in general, I am a blank fan. So maybe you went to a big college that has a well-known or a decent football team and you so much identify with your college and the football team and maybe the fact that you went to them when you were attending college um, and you still go back even though you've graduated. I think that's because you're, you have an identity attachment to your college football team. Um, there could be some nostalgia. Um, but more or less, I think that it feels like a part of you for some people. And even though you move on with your life past college... You still go back because there's a part of your identity that feels this connection to your college life. And in particular, either going or playing, um, maybe, you know, you performed or had some kind of role in a football game. So all those can be ways that our identity um, is validated and established and rooted in and football season to the point that it's football season is just symbolic it symbolically represents some people you know um, if you're connecting your identity to a favorite player or a coach then I, I would say that you're so establishing your identity in this aspect of football season by having a favorite player or coach that you often feel very emotional. Um, You can have highs and lows emotionally, whether your player or your team or your coach does well or does poorly. So um, who you are, how you're feeling, and your attitude and your mood can be affected by their performance of of your favorite teams because you have attached your identity in one way or another whether it's healthy or unhealthy because it can go either way I think that I've already touched on the fact that people can be very attached to football season in an unhealthy way but um, if we see ourselves in football teams coaches players whatever it is then we are affected personally by wins and losses and 
we feel like if they did well, then we did well. If they didn't, then, you know, we can be just as hung up as the coach, the team, the player about their loss as they are. And it can affect people to the point that they go to work the next day down in the dumps, depressed, talking about it or um, going on social media and posting different things and that being said about people using football season to establish their identity just just a reminder a tip please don't let it be an unhealthy attachment we don't need anything external such as football to validate ourselves and as much as we may like a player or a coach in the way he can conducts um, his team we are separate and it's okay to be very enthusiastic and to have some sort of connection to players and coaches and teams but just keep yourself in check keep your thoughts and your attitude and your emotions in check reflect on you know how you respond to wins and losses because we don't want to take football season too seriously we need football season to be a healthy way of establishing our identity and feeling validated um and We need it to be a healthy distraction from reality. I would like to close this discussion about the moral football season by just sharing a Tom Brady quote. I know some people are sick and tired of Tom Brady, and that's fine. He still has said some thought-provoking things throughout his football career, and one quote in particular that I feel like illustrates the motif of the Can I Get a Redo podcast is his comment, you never get over your losses. They stick with you. So this podcast channel is all about how we can take our mistakes, our losses, our trials, our hardships, our challenges in life and learn and grow and do better in life. And I think that Tom Brady is saying that they stick with us. You can take that obviously different ways, but I feel like to me that message is that Our losses do something to us and that's why they stay with us. But it's up to us to make those losses count for something, for us to allow them to grow us, to help us to learn. We should always look for the moral, the lesson, the improvements that we can make from our losses. And if that weren't the case about this quote from Tom Brady, then 
why is, has he had such, such a successful football career? I think it's because he learns from his losses. They stick with him, but he learns from them and he applies what he learns and tries to do better as an athlete. And whether or not we're professional athletes or not, learning from our losses in life is our responsibility and it's something that we should do so that we can carry on when we lose, to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off and keep going wiser and sharper and stronger and not allowing our losses to keep us down. I I really think that's all I have to say about the moral football season. I'm not surprised it's not a super long podcast. I I can't sit here and as a non-football interested party, you know, start to dig in and talk about the sport too much. I just really wanted to try to find something that we could glean from football season since we are in the midst of football season. I hope that me pointing out that people enjoy football season for the distraction from their reality and or to establish their identity. I hope that that resonates with you. I hope you can agree with me. I hope that you can maybe consider uh, what your investment level is in football season and think about your why and your purpose and why you invest time in it and what you can gain from it because if you're going to invest time in some sort of sport entertainment you might as well make it worth your time to find build and grow in community or find a healthy way to recognize gifts talents skills within players and the team and the coach Um, recognize those in ourselves so that we can acknowledge ourselves and validate ourselves in a healthy way yeah I mean I'm not going to say anything bad today about football season I'm just not I really hope that you enjoy football season and that you don't get carried away and just make sure that it's something healthy for you. Come back next week. We'll start season two with a fresh episode and I wish you well. Be well. Do well. Act well. Think well. Speak well. And bye for now.